Welcome to The Computer is Your Redacted, where you can listen as four experts in artificial intelligence, technology, and culture play the classic role-playing game Paranoia and navigate a horrible and occasionally hilarious dystopia. Remember, everything is improvised, and only our players decide where the story goes next. Welcome to Alpha Complex. Alpha Complex is maintained by the all-powerful computer. And the computer is your redactor. And remember, fun is mandatory. We have brought together four incredible people exploring where technology and culture are going. We believe that play and improvisation are opportunities to resist the automation and homogenization of culture. And so, we have put them in a game set in a future world where things have gone badly. So, um, the world we'll be playing in is called Alpha Complex, and it was created in response to a world-shaking disaster. Uh, any guesses as to what that disaster might have been? My bet's with rats. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Pretty smart. So I think we've already seen sort of a trend of, like, the rodents taking over neighborhoods because, True. like, the restaurants are all shut down. Damn, are animals going to take over the world? The insects and the rodents? I love it. I mean, you guys are really close. <laughs> I mean, it's all of those things. They're just carrying the worst genetically engineered virus oh, right. you can imagine. And now that feels too close to what we're going through now. <laughs> Thank you for that note. Precipitated through a wet market. <laughs> and I think Alexa's involved also. Mm. Like the rats will learn to talk to Alexa. And vice versa. Uh, Alexa, Alexa speaks rat. Speak mm. Are we sure it wasn't a rat that's just chewing the cord of the computer somewhere? Episode one, hot brown beverage. In this episode, our players learn about the world they're in and discover that everything is awful. Welcome to Alpha Complex. Alpha Complex is a vast bunker city built to protect the human race. That's you from a world-shaking disaster caused by Redacted until the planet is safe again. Alpha Complex is maintained by the all-powerful computer. And the computer is your Redacted. Everything in this world is going perfectly. Well, perhaps not perfectly. Adequately? Well, let's be honest. Alpha Complex is an occasionally absurd disaster. It was never designed to function for this many centuries, and neither was the computer. Systems are failing, algorithms have acquired sentience and annexed whole regions of the complex. Resources are running out. The building pressure has... There's no better way to say it driven the computer insane. It is still your friend, but the kind of friend that calls you at four in the morning because they had a dream about you and are worried about your safety. The computer is somewhere far from rational. Rather than recognizing the problems, it has decided that something else is to blame. 
Humans generally are the ones identified as causing all the messes the computer really doesn't want to consider. And so it has come to believe that traitors and terrorists are constantly out to ruin things. Any inefficiency or sign of unhappiness is considered a threat. As more and more the computer's efforts are directed at seeking out and destroying any sniff of rebellion or discontent, more and more humans start turning to rebellion and discontent in response. It's an awful mess, really. And this is where our players come in. They are troubleshooters, tasked by the computer to do the hands-on dirty work of putting things in order. The world is based on the 1984 role-playing game Paranoia, and for those not familiar, a role-playing game is one where the players collectively construct a narrative using their own imaginations, a set of simple rules and scenarios provided by their guide, me. Before we begin, let's learn a little bit about our players, the characters they bring into this world, and how they wound up in this cheerful, awful place. I'll begin. Uh, my name is Ian Garrett. Ian Garrett. Ian Dash Two. I spend a lot of time with technology and thinking about its asymmetrical distribution and how people can in- engage with it through different forms of, of mediated culture and reclaim different spaces using things like geolocation and mixed reality combined together. Yasmin Nematala, Yaz Dash Two. My name is Yasmin Amatala. I am an artist and art worker in Toronto, Ontario. A lot of my work relates to ideas of grief and trauma and how it relates back to community. Trying to understand how communications, social media, and online presences can become more accessible. Martin Ryan, Art-2. My name's Martin. Uh, I suppose I'm some mixture of a strategist, uh, researcher and a designer. I've spent my whole career mostly working with very large companies, trying to find ways of tricking them into doing things that are a little bit more human or humane, and most of the time failing miserably. At the end of the day, I, I like people more than technology, and I think I think maybe I'm going to spend the next part of my career just getting back to helping people organize a little bit more effectively. Catherine Stinson, Cat-2. I'm Catherine Stinson. I am an assistant professor at Queen's University, and um, my position is joint between the School of Computing and the Philosophy Department. So I teach computer science students a little bit about social implications of their work and try to teach the philosophy students enough about AI to understand what's going on in that world. Chapter 1. What happened to your first clones? You came, we're, we're having this conversation, we're going to play a game together. What do you think is going to happen? Are we allowed to swear? Yeah, yes, please, yeah. I think we're going to... Redacted. Introducing Cat-2, Delusions of Grandeur, Wearer of Cravats. Cat-2. So I'm sure I need no introduction, but um, since you've asked, my name is Cat-2, and as I'm sure you know, I am the heir to Alpha Complex. Unfortunately, my, my first clone, just, you know, trying to enjoy a night out at the karaoke room... 
apparently the audience there did not have very good taste in music because they didn't appreciate my performance and they kind of chased me out of there and I managed to escape. I, I squeezed myself through a duct um, but then unfortunately my cravat got caught around a fan and so I was chopped into pieces within that duct. And let's learn about Art Dash 2, sociopath and borrower of helmets. Art Dash 2. I unfortunately had to uh, dispatch my, my family at a relatively early age. They were uh, not being very useful. Telling me what to do was uh, just a giant inconvenience. I needed to figure out how to spend my time with people who were making a difference. I, uh, I took care of the family problem, and, and I joined, uh, you know, I joined a team of uh, troubleshooters, and so I, I've actually found uh, a lot of joy in what I do. And and I think maybe if I, the better I do my job, the better we're all off. So uh, it kind of just feels like uh, I'm playing in my backyard, but without my parents. And what happened to your previous uh, clone? Oh, silly mistake. I knew better. Uh, one of my uh, one of my friends uh, died. I really liked I really liked his helmet. I took it. Apparently, that was not uh, the right thing to do. Stealing equipment. So um, I was immediately vaporized. Yaz Dash Two angry. So very angry. Yaz Dash Two. Hi, Yaz Dash Two. That's my name. It's the only name you're allowed to call me it, so let's keep that straight from the beginning. There was this fight club, an underground one, that I kind of was into, maybe founded. So I was just hanging out, and that's how I kind of died. Ian Dash 2, friend of the computer, enemy of clone chippers. Ian Dash 2. Hi, I'm Ian Dash 2. As is befitting of my sector, I'm from sector 818V, which, um, uh, as people know, tends to be like it's uh, it's very uh, like the climate's always nice, and so we tend to be like a bunch of like happy-go-lucky sort of people. So I've just sort of always I came in to be a troubleshooter uh, because I really wanted to see everything just keep going so well. I really love my my work. And uh, the way that I ended up, uh, it, it's funny, it was in a work-related incident that actually involved uh, Cat Dash 1. So what, what had actually happened was that uh, you had gotten stuck in there and somebody had to go clean it up. And it fell to me. I wasn't able to sort of talk my way out of it. And I was like, okay, I got it there. And I had to bring all of the, the parts down to the clone uh, chipper. Like, clones got to go someplace. We have to get there. But, um, you know, it's something that it was scheduled for maintenance. It hadn't been worked on. So I, I got things in there, but I just couldn't get it to work. I was a little, I was trying to strong arm it, essentially. Uh, and um, I, I, I threatened it with a gun. The chipper? The chipper. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like I wasn't threatening it. I was just like frustrated. That's the quickest way to dispatch with some stuff sometimes. And I noticed, like, like so I shot it. Um, and I noticed that it moved a little bit. Um, I was like, I need to throw something against it. And I was like, well, I've got some more clones. And I really got to get this working. It's really holding up the work. So I actually, I had to throw myself against it. Thank you for your service. <laughs> I admire the commitment. Yeah. I was going to say beautiful, but that, that might not be the right word. You got to do what you got to do. 
Chapter 2 Hot Brown Beverage We are now going to jump into the game. Very excited. Now, everything in the game is done through rolling dice. Each thing you try to do will require a combination of your character's attributes and their skills. Now, if you have a negative node number uh, for some activity, don't worry. It gives you lots of room to improve. Computer encourages confidence and optimism. And since optimism is a sign of happiness, uh, and everyone in Alpha Complex is happy, right? Right. Right? Of oh, course. Yes. Right, right. Absolutely. We're all happy, right? Yeah. Okay, good, good. Now, sometimes when you are extra lucky, you will roll, and instead of a number, you will get the computer's help. Now, this is a wonderful thing. For some reason, humans find it stressful when a full retina pop-up animation of encouragement suddenly appears, as a troubleshooter is attempting to defuse a bomb, or jump over some treasonous hole in the floor, or clean out a clone chipper that's been jammed up. Psychotic breaks are highly inefficient, so please do your best to remain calm or face immediate and extreme discipline. Finally, each of you has not been invited into a secret society. Now, secret societies obviously are treasonous and do not exist. If you believe any of your fellow troubleshooters are members of secret societies, please record them doing or saying something treasonous so that the computer can rectify the situation. Your sacrifice will be noted when you are crushed into a small cube for your service. A note for our listening audience. Tune in to episode three to find out which secret societies our players belong to. Or don't. They probably won't make it that far anyway. Now, recording treason is quite simple. Cameras installed in your eyeballs can capture everything you see and hear. But first, a caution. Due to the improvements we've made to your retinas and spinal column, you may notice itchiness, discomfort, sudden bleeding from the nose, ears, or eyes. It's best to avoid asking questions. Um, the computer's synaptic fusion techniques are complicated, and asking too many questions is, is really frowned upon. And besides, you aren't trained to understand the answer anyway. It is advised that you avoid moving your head, neck, or brain during these moments. Now, speaking of treason, the following actions are also treasonous. And yeah, as you might want to pay attention to this one, dash two. Leaving your equipment, making derogatory comments about your equipment, trying to use equipment that exceeds your clearance level, trying to go outside, suggesting the existence of an outside, questioning decisions of the computer, not reporting incidences of treason, false accusations of treason. If treason occurs in a dead zone, not requesting that the trader repeat their treasonous behavior once back in connection with the computer. Talking about dead zones, also treasonous. Let's jump into our first mission. And remember, fun is mandatory. Woohoo! In this mission, our players are introduced to troubleshooting and drink an unseemly amount of hot brown beverage. You awaken in a small room. You are seated in an uncomfortable chair and dressed in an ill-fitting red jumpsuit. You have a laser pistol strapped to a belt made of something synthetic and a mop leaning against the chair behind you. Across a poorly made table, you see me, your guide, dressed in orange. On the table are well over a hundred cups, each containing an ounce or so of brown liquid. The cups completely cover every square inch of the table. Greetings, troubleshooters. 
Are you happy? Yes. Very. Yes. Excellent. Welcome to your first day in Alpha Complex. Any previous days you may recall are pseudo-memories, uploaded to your brain lobes to aid orientation and minimize psychotic incidences. As citizens of Alpha Complex, you are now valued members of our great community. Any questions? Excellent. You are ready for your first mission. You may have noticed the 143 paper cups containing hot brown beverage. Please try cup number 74 and tell me what you notice. The beverage is no longer hot as your recloning process was somewhat slow. You have all been given one treason star as a result. Ian, too, I think it's obvious that you should drink it. How, how do we know which one is, is the right one? Like, are they numbered? They are not numbered. First, we gotta figure out which is the right, the right one. Well, which end do we start counting from? Clockwise. You start from the far right. Anyone could know that. And then you go, like, in a spiral? Yeah. Clockwise. Inwards? Exactly. Yep. All right. But which is the top right from which direction? From my direction. How do we know it's from your direction? I'm an engineer. I know everything. Hmm. That's a good point. Where did the, where did the voice come from? Our end of the room? What voice? You heard a voice? Will somebody start counting then? One. Two. Three. Three. Uh, you gotta start over. <laughs> start from the beginning. <laughs> All right, we're there. Drink it. I think you should drink it. I think that it is important for you to get the first sample of hot brown liquid. It seems like a very important thing. I'm going to drink brown liquid number one. But Isn't that would this, be yeah. defying the orders. Obviously, number one is the first one in the sequence. This is the first one in this sequence. Trust the computer, Ian, too. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to intimidate you into drinking it. So what if I'm intimidated? I'm still not going to drink it. <laughs> I'm bored. I think I'm just going to drink it. Which one are you drinking? 74. So you drink it, and it tastes a lot like hot brown beverage. Reminds me of the worst beer I've ever had. Computer, I've completed the task. Hot brown beverage is an optimized mixture of proteins, carbohydrates, and a fiber-like substance derived from old jumpsuits. Any deviation from this recipe is treasonous. As you have noted, cup 74, found in sector F, E, B, differs from the recipe I have provided to Alpha Complex. Sector F, E, B, has no history of mass treason and they have consistently achieved their efficiency targets for the past 32 cycles. You will go to Sector F, E, B, and discover the source of this treasonous beverage and resolve the situation. A transport tube will take you there. An access port is located behind you. Please dispose of the hot brown beverages 
and their containers before you depart. And remember, have a nice day. And fun is mandatory. All right, so the computer believes most of what you tell it. Um, It has no reason to be skeptical, even though it is terrified of everybody. So although the cup you drank did not taste any different than any other hot brown beverage you have ever had, the computer seems to believe that you have noticed a difference. Now, access to the transport tube will be granted once you successfully dispose of the brown beverages. There are no waste receptacles in this room. There's not much of anything, to be honest. Now, sort out a way to get rid of the hot brown beverage and be on your way. The computer hates delays. Okay, I'm going to start, start just pouring them on the floor. Yeah. Excellent. And what will you do with the cups? I, I think we'll pile them up and Ian will shoot them. Yeah, I think that would be great. So the pile of cups uh, dissolves into uh, a fine ash. And as the fine ash flutters to the floor, a panel slides back and a tube is revealed in the wall behind you. I'm going to hide in the corner. Yeah, I was going to say you shouldn't go first. <laughs> Knowing what happened the last time you went into a tube. <laughs> I'm fine going in this tube. I'm leading down this tube. All right. So as you place your head into the tube, a large needle extends from the side and pierces your neck. Hmm. A voice chimes. You have been administered sedatives to ease your journey. Safe travels. There is a creaking sound, then a dramatic whoosh, and Ian Dash 2's sleeping body is abruptly pulled into the tube and away. I'm going next. <laughs> Cat Dash 2 rushes to the tube, throws, throws her head into it, needle in the neck, creaking sound, whoosh, gone. You're alone, Yaz Dash 2. I'm reluctant, but I'm looking for someone, so I go into the tube. So the computer clones you without permission and communicates directly into your nervous system. How are you feeling about that? I'm thankful to the computer for doing its job. Like, gotta trust it. Like, that's what it's there for. It set us up really weird to begin with. Ian but we got it correctly. Have, have you been having thoughts about the computer being weird? Not at all. No, not at all. But Ian the human. Ian the human. Like, where are we counting from? Could it have been any cup? Couldn't that have meant that all of the cups could have been cup 74? I think that's an excellent thought. Chapter 3. Meeting the Laundry Bot You awaken on the floor. Your companions are piled around you. Standing two meters away are eight or nine infrared or low-status clones. Their arms are raised and they look at you with deep smiles. We surrender, one remarks cheerfully once they are certain you are conscious. Your guns are untouched, as are your mops. Our mops? Yes, you have a mop and a a laser pistol. Both red. They match. Did we have the mops before? Ah, yes. We just left the mess. Yes. Seems like it was a bad idea in retrospect. (laughs) I'd like to intimidate them into telling us what they've done wrong. Chutzpah and intimidate seven. Seven. He is intimidated by you. He says, "I, I do not know what we've done wrong, but we were told to await you. And so we are here. I'd like to do like a baton twirling act with my mop. Oh, to impress them? Just to see what the reaction is. What kind of applause I get. Okay, so what's the node? One. One, <laughs> excellent. All right, let's see how this goes. 
Ooh, yes, it is not a particularly compelling baton twirling act. In fact, you do manage to uh, hit Art Dash 2 uh, in the back of the leg. <laughs> I did that on purpose. Oh, yes. No applause. I uh, know because their hands are in the air. I don't trust them. What happened to them before they came here? Oh, we've always been here. We make the hot brown beverage. This is what our sector is famous for. We've been told that the computer is unhappy with our hot brown beverage. Has there been any change in the way that you've made the hot brown beverage? Oh, yes. It's much better now. So does the computer like the hot beverage now? I I do not know. But if you are here, my guess is no. So can you cut it out? We we cannot. That is is a decision made on the manufacturing floor. Can you take us to the manufacturing floor? It is over there, behind the laundry bot. I asked if you could take us. No, we cannot. Why not? Because we are standing here with our arms in the air. Didn't you surrender to us? Uh, Correct. We have surrendered. Yes. So now that we're in control here, I would like you to take us to the manufacturing floor. Okay, let's do that. So they walk with you. They also (laughs) have mops. Um, They still have their arms up in the air, which you find a little unsettling. But a large boxy laundry bot is blocking the door to the manufacturing area. Now, the name stenciled on the side of it says Procrustabot, um, and you watch as it slides over to one of the infrared clones that brought you over. Now, it picks him up, uh, turns him about, then places him into a large basin uh, it drags behind him. Now, you hear a muffled kind of complaint or a groan, then the clone is removed from the basin, placed back on the ground, um, and the clone looks a little bit taller, and you're not sure how that's possible, and is in clear distress um, and is entirely naked. Now then the laundry bot uh, removes uh, an infrared jumpsuit from the basin and places it delicately on the now stretched out clone. Uh, And the fit is immaculate. It's perfect. But the laundry bot is blocking the door. I think we need some dirty clothes to to lure it with away from the door. Well, my jacket still has some stains from the hot brown beverage, so I can wash my jacket. So the laundry bot moves towards you slightly um, and then actually grabs you and lifts you up in the air and puts you in the basin behind it. While doing that, I would like to use my stealth to slip by. And I am going to follow right behind. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to also try and slip behind. (laughs) Uh, Excellent. Yes, you slip by and through the door into the maintenance area. As I would expect. Ooh, extremely successful, yes. Yes. And stealth plus uh, chutzpah? Negative one. Negative (laughs) one. This ought to be entertaining. Ah, Sadly, the laundry bot is aware of your presence and attempts to grab you as well and lift you in. Now, Yazdash 2, what will you do? I I want to try to um, communicate with the bot. Say yes and no question, two beeps for yes, one beep for no. So the computer is um, concerned that you aren't allowing its laundry bot to do its work, so it administers a small sedative just to ease and relax you. Now, Ian, you are currently in the basin as well. What would you like to do? I'm going to see where this goes. Uh. What happens with me in the basin? <laughs> I want to figure out what's going on with the stretching. Okay, this, Okay. well, in your case... I'm going to use my brains and science. Oh, brains to, and to, science. To observe... The sequence of events. Excellent. And what is your brains plus science? Five. Five. One, two, three, four, five. Ah, excellent. So you have deduced, based on the pattern of behavior from the laundry bot, that its previous job was to custom fit 
the red jumpsuits or the jumpsuits for the clones. But something has gone wrong. It is now actually customizing the clones to fit the jumpsuits that it has. So it is stretching or crushing them in order to fit the jumpsuits that it has available to it. So you, you note that in a moment you are either going to be crunched or you are going to be stretched, as is Yaz-2. Can I use my engineering and chutzpah to try and fix it? You could use your engineering plus brains. That's what I got. All right, so okay. what is engineering plus brains? It's two. It's two. All right, let's see how this goes. <laughs> Sadly, you are unable to alter its programming in time, and you will take one wound. Yaz-2. Can I join demolitions with violence? To destroy the robot. Oh, okay. Well, well done. So you managed to connect some wires and after a lot of cursing and swearing, somehow managed to create a short circuit, um, which causes the laundry bot to stop. Um, and you are able to climb out if you would like to. I climb out and escape to the door. You are in a large room. Across some distance, there are huge vats with various tubes running among them. Bots of various shapes and sizes are scurrying about, seemingly oblivious to your presence. Several laborers are also lingering about, smiling in an uncomfortable way, and looking at you quickly before returning their gaze to a portion of wall or sticky brown stains on the floor, not caused by you in this case. A solitary clone stands in the center of the chaos. He is dressed in yellow. I think you need to ask for permission to run an experiment on the drink. Is this where, where are we, we're, we're making the drink here, right? This is the area where the hot brown beverage is, is being built. Yeah. Sure, let's experiment. I kind of regret not doing it with, with all the cups. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could make up for it here. All right, so Art Dash 2, what is the plan? The AS2 is going to run a science experiment. <laughs> I taste the beverage. So you step forward, and, and no one seems to stop you. He doesn't seem to be that bothered. You take a small sip. You find a little spigot. You're not sure why. It doesn't seem to make a lot of sense, but it's there. And uh, it tastes quite good. And you, you, you see Yaz dash to smile. And this is alarming, because no food or beverage in this world ever causes people to smile, other than the uncomfortable, unnatural forced smile that you have to give at all times. I really enjoy the beverage, but I hypothesize that the AI probably doesn't like it because it is good. So we need to make it bad. Hello, yes, my name is Sector Lead Fleck. Hello, Sector Lead Fleck. Have yes. you been performing any treasonous activities down uh, here? Well, what is treason exactly? Everything is treason. <laughs> well, then by that, yes, 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 yes. Okay, I'd like to report this behavior. Oh, so to you'd the like computer. to start recording the conversation? Yeah. Okay, so you start recording the conversation. He says, but, but please, don't misunderstand. Like, it tastes good, yes? Exactly. Yes. And this is a problem. Nothing should be too good. Every sector has a story. You can find out whether your sector is an original part of Alpha Complex. You can dig through layers of explosion burns, uncover ducts and passageways, long disused. And we have experts who can identify any items from the time before. Now, what we have discovered is that Sector FEB is quite special indeed. We decided to ensure that our hot brown beverage reflected how special we know ourselves to be. I am certain the computer wants each of us to express and share our unique gifts, yes? Yes? 
Yes? But obviously not, or we wouldn't be here. Happiness does not require uniqueness. I have a feeling that you are not here with my best interests at heart. In fact, I have a feeling that you are here to harm me. Our interests are the same as the computer's interests, so what you're saying makes it sound like your interests are not in line with the computer's interests? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying as a yellow, I have a deeper understanding of the computer's needs than any of you. No, in fact, we are here on behalf of the computer to celebrate your work and would appreciate your uh, open invitation to your factory. Bluff plus uh, chutzpah, please. Four. He's convinced and a little flattered, to be honest. He says, oh, well, that's wonderful then. Yes, so please, please, have some hot brown beverage. You need to enjoy this. I want to know what's different about this hot brown, brown liquid. Hot brown beverage. Yeah. Beverage. Well, yes. where, where would he well, keep a recipe? Can we have the recipe? <laughs> no. <laughs> is there another place in, in Alpha Complex where hot brown beverages brewed? Made? Yes, there are 142 other sectors that produce hot brown beverage. Oh, okay, that makes sense with the cups. But then why is yours the special one? The good one? Why are you asking me questions about our recipe? The computer was sent us to celebrate the... I don't believe you. I think before something bad happens, I'm going to sneak out through a duct. Yes, you sneak away and find a little duct to crawl up against. In fact... Can I remind her to take off the cravat? (laughs) 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 Thank you for the advice. Sector lead Fleck cackles somewhat hysterically and lifts his arms in the air. Biscuits and hot brown beverage spill to the ground. You hear a low moaning and the sound of metal being torn from metal. Then the echoing thunder of heavy footsteps. His agreeable and vacant smile has transformed into something much more menacing. Our players are struggling to unpack the ethical implications of what has transpired. Why does the computer fear hot brown beverage that tastes good? Why must all the recipes be the same? Why does the laundry bot stretch and squeeze to make the world fit to the uniforms it has on hand? All interesting questions, I'm sure, but secondary to the need for our players to stay alive. From the shadows steps a figure from your nightmares. Towering seven meters high, an enormous production bot lumbers toward you. A dozen or more plastic tubes extend outward from a circular body covered in spikes and protrusions like a giant octopus or sea urchin. Hot brown beverage leaks from several of the tubes. The smell of burnt oil and plastic fills the air. Also, the reek of hot brown beverage covers the room in a haze, which also smells like burnt oil and plastic, so it's a little tricky to tell them apart. Now this is a pretty critical moment, so what will you do? Can I aim my laser pistol out the the crack in the duct and shoot at this thing and hope that there's just general pandemonium? Excellent. Violence plus guns. Two. <laughs> Two. All right. Well, this, this ought to be interesting. Oh, wonderful. Through your small concealed spot in the duct, you shoot out a shot. You're not able to see the full bot, but you do manage to shoot off one of the tubes. I would like 
to try to unpack the trauma of this robot. (laughs) (laughs) And how would you like to go about doing this? There is a port you can access directly into its neural interface. I would like to do that. All right, excellent. And so what will you be using? What skills? Uh, Can I do psychology and brains? It would be psychology and mechanics. That's five. Oh, okay. Well, let's see. Oof. So unfortunately, as you clamber up and talk soothingly towards the bot, it moves suddenly after being shot by Cat Dash's two lasers pistol and knocks you flying against the wall. Take one wound. Heart Dash 2. Oopsie. So I climb up one of its legs and find an open panel and look for the right sequence of circuits to turn it off. I break open a panel... And I, I do my best. All right. So what, what skills are we going to use here? What stats and what Pro- skills? Program and mechanics. Program and mechanics. That's Good. a four. That's a four. All right. Oof. So once again, the computer has decided to interfere in the action. You are up and you are about to grab the panel that covers the area where its legs meet. And the computer suddenly flashes in front of you a strobe light. Um, apparently this production bot is quite expensive and it doesn't want to see it damaged. So in the shock of having these flashing lights put into your eyes, you fall to the ground whereupon the production bot steps on your leg and you will be taking one wound. Ian Dash 2. Alright, I'm going to uh, take my mop <laughs> and I'm going to mop up some of this brown liquid for, f- for future use. Smacking Mr. Yellow Coat, yellow jumpsuit in the face. Oh, so you're you're going to soak up? I'm going to soak up some and raise my hands like he did, as the robot did. But in the process of doing that, in a motion, give him a good whack with the mop. With the mop, so that he lowers his hands. It is successful. You do successfully swipe him in the face. As soon as you do. He screams out in pain, and the computer, so happy with your work, sends you a flash of congratulations, which leaves you blinded for a turn. I'm going to sneak out from the duct, and while the yellow jumpsuit guy is is lying on the ground, knocked out, I'm going to steal his jumpsuit and switch it with mine. Oh, he's not knocked out. He's just been hit in the face with a mop. All right, well, I'll, (laughs) I'll have to hit him again. So I can steal his jumpsuit. With a mop? Yes, with my mop. Okay, this is excellent. (laughs) I'm going to use my uh, baton skills. That you used on Art-2 previously. Exactly. So although you do manage to hit him in the face with a mop, the computer is a little bit upset at the abuse of its equipment and sends you a warning saying that in the future, if you damage the mop, um, unfortunately, you will will lose the right to use that mop. Um, And these are the conditions under which. And so you have this scrolling list of all the things that you cannot do with a mop, which means that you are incapable of, of responding for a turn. Uh, using psychology and brains to uh, work with him and believing that we will be friends forever and therefore he will never be alone. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, and, so, and what is your psychology plus brain? Um, six. All right. Let's try this out. And I swear to God. Beautiful. Finally, we do not fail. So... You manage to tap into its node and have a conversation of sorts with a production bot. Um, it doesn't quite agree with you. It wants to engage in debate longer, but it has stopped acting violently towards others. I respectfully request to help you in your work. Ah, uh, excellent, yes. 
can you explain to me what you're doing here and how I can help you? I'm following orders, which is a problem I've had for much of my life. What are the orders? Uh, To destroy you. But I don't want to. I just want to make hot brown beverage. Well, I think some hot brown beverage needs to be made. Yes. People enjoy it. That is in the interest of the computer. So Mm -hmm. is there some way that you can do that instead of destroying me? We are from different worlds. I make hot brown beverage. You consume hot brown beverage. But perhaps my sacrifice can allow us to discover new paths for ourselves. And the robot turns. You raise your hand. Please, no. And it begins falling forward. Sector lead Fleck, unaware of what's happening behind him, turns and sees the production bot falling toward him. And much like the witch at the start of Wizard of Oz, he's quickly covered by the bot. There's a booming sound through the maintenance area. It's seven meters tall. It smashes into the wall across from you. And then there's nothing but silence. So, you are surrounded by wreckage of your battle with the hot brown beverage bot. You rest, and the computer plays short loops of extremely loud music directly into your ears to help soothe you. As you make your way back toward the door, you notice that the defeated robot smashed open a segment of the wall. You hear a faint buzzing sound that grows as you approach. Do you check it out? Ian, you like buzzing sounds, like right? Oh, I love a good buzzing sound. <laughs> Those are my favorite sounds. As Ian approaches, you see many, many small robots. Though they look too fluid and detailed to be the work of the computer, who prefers, well, boxy and clunky. Inside the hole, you see some sort of container for the many small robots. Thousands more crawl about inside the wall, and from the container spills a golden oil. Ian, ever impulsive, touches the sticky substance and brings it to his lips. There is a moment of puzzlement, and the last thing you see before the computer renders you unconscious is a warm smile of surprise. Chapter 4. What the hell happened? Congratulations on the completion of your first mission. Why do you believe that Sector Lead Fleck turned treasonous and attempted to alter my recipe? Why did none of the Sector's other inhabitants end this treason? I think it was the communists. (laughs) (laughs) It kind of concerns me because if we're like insect apocalypse and there's the bees are in, I'm guessing these are bees. Bees in Alpha Complex making honey. That seems like it could be uh, bad for computer. I think I think they were only trying to be resourceful. They found a mysterious substance, and uh, I think in the best interests of the colony, just tried to make good use of it. So their their work was unintentionally treasonous, but treasonous nonetheless. I think they were the children of the robot, and he was just trying to provide for his family (laughs) and the coffee. (laughs) He was just trying to make coffee, provide for his kids, found some honey to provide for his kids, and then we killed him because he was asking to destroy us, even though he didn't want to. He just wanted to provide for his robot children. 
And how do you feel about that? Devastated. Devastated. <laughs> At least he's not alone anymore. Damn it. <laughs> There's something like game Ian to here, not personal Ian, me. Uh, there's something about closed systems in here and problems with closed systems. If alpha complex is supposed to be a closed system, how did this stuff get there? If it's not part of the program, nature finds a way. Nature always finds a way. This is just the beginning for our four experts in AI, culture, and technology. So far, they haven't had many opportunities to apply their real-life skills to this bleak world. The robots were surprisingly disinterested in debate. The computer seems to act on a set of values entirely its own. Yes, things are stupidly grim. But at least you're not in Sector XL7, where all the announcements have been replaced by ear-splitting sirens. And no one knows how to turn them off. And you're not in Sector BF2, where a high programmer covered all of the troubleshooters in a thin veneer of edible wax, for reasons that are complicated and unsettling. It's not fair, you will cry, as a vent randomly sucks and mulches your fellow troubleshooter just when their story was getting interesting. But don't cry too loud. The computer likes happy humans, and complaining, like so many other things, is treasonous. Tune into episode two to find out what happens next to our intrepid troubleshooters. Join our reluctant adventurers as they uncover the secret of the tiny little robots and the delicious motor oil. Who is really behind the altered hot brown beverage? And what's with the mops? We hope you have enjoyed The Computer is Your Redacted. And remember, fun is mandatory. The Computer is Your Redacted was created as part of the Algorithmic Culture Programming at the Goethe Institute Toronto, in partnership with Ukai Projects and Ferment AI. Direction and gameplay by Gerald McGrath. The Computer is Your Redacted is produced by Brainchild Podcasts, which is Max Cotter and Alita DeRoche. Original music composed and performed by Castle If, a.k.a. Jess Forrest. The voice of the computer provided by Jess Gerd. Links to all of the wonderful people involved in this podcast are included in the notes that follow. The game Paranoia is under license to Mongoose Publishing. If you'd like to hear more, please let us know.